Hey guys, thanks for checking out another episode of Leap of Podcast. Uh, first, I apologize for the subpar audio here in the intro. Uh, it's much better in the episode, but I'm recording this in a hotel off my headphones while I'm on a business trip, so you'll just have to deal with it for the, about the next minute or so. Um, for this week's episode, we took a break from Africa and we sat down with our new friend Santiago Rossi, or Santi for short. Uh, Santi is a guide in Argentina where he gets to chase a lot of really cool animals every year. He gets a red stag and Asiatic buffalo, and it's a really cool place to go, and it's very, very high on my list for out-of-country hunts. Uh, we have a really good discussion with him about his outfit and the kind of equipment that he uses and recommends for his clients. Uh, so really excited to share this with you guys. Um, as always, if you like the content, hit that subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. Drop us a quick review on iTunes, because about 60% of you guys are over there. And follow us on social media. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. We're trying to stay engaged. Uh, and if you see stuff on there, please share it. Uh, the post with uh, Strang Middleton absolutely blew up. And we got tons and tons of coverage because you guys shared it. So uh, if you see us on Facebook, you like the status, you like the episode, be sure to share it on there. So without further delay, here is Santiago Rossi. Enjoy. <laughs> Shakalaka, and here we go. Uh, uh, so, Santi, we've been hanging out and chatting the last couple of days. Uh, where's your outfit based out of? We're based in center of Argentina, in La Pampa. Okay. La Pampa province, mm-hmm. uh, kind of northern part of, of La Pampa. Okay. And geography of South America, it's on the the western side of South it's America? It's kind of in the center. Okay. Uh, west from Buenos Aires is the capital city. Okay. We are like probably 600 miles west. Okay. Uh, but we'll still have another probably three or 400 miles like until you get to Chile. So gotcha. Yeah. And Chile is the one that it's like really long, long right? And, yeah. Yeah. Long yeah. And yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, so and I feel like Argentina kind of doesn't get the shine of, you know, of the cool hunting that you can do in other places. Well, first first off, what's the name of your outfitter for those who are listening? The outfitter name is called Poitawe. Okay. That's I the put, name I, of the... I will, I will put the spelling... Because <laughs> uh, even when I look at the spelling, I'm like, I don't know how to say that. That's uh, the name of the of the stands here. We're kind of our core location, uh-huh. but we, we've also working like for several years with what a small bow hunting business is called bow hunting in Argentina. Okay. Like, yeah. like yeah. we use that location and several others for different species because gotcha. we hunt all over the country. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And you can, like, like I was saying, you, there's, there's so much cool stuff in Argentina that I feel like just gets completely glossed over by the Africa's, the Australia's, <laughs> the New Zealand's and, and really, so red stag has, is one of the main things down there, right? One yeah. of the goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's something I've been wanting to do for a while and I didn't realize how good of hunting for red stag there is in Argentina. Yeah. I know we have, <clears throat> a, we have really good quality on the, on the free range red stags mm-hmm. uh, all over the country or like actually all over Patagonia is the main area yeah. where, where you mm-hmm. can hunt them like Northern part where we are and. All the southern part of, of Patagonia has really good quality on, on the free range. We yeah. also have really good genetics that have been brought to, to the country like 40, 50 years ago from mm-hmm. Europe. And, and and we get some really, really big stack like they're hunting in New Zealand too. Uh, they have probably better marketing than us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot of times that's what people see on the shows or, yeah. or hear about. And, right. And, but now we're, we're killing the same kind of like yeah. uh, uh, trophy 
trophies to have. Yeah, and Argentina, uh, from all the pictures that that's in your brochure, man, what what a beautiful country! It's a, it's a beautiful country. We have a lot of different. You can you can be doing the red side hands where we are. There's pretty thick brush, yep. kind of a, some like rolling hills, and or you can go all the way to Patagonia. This like kind of hunting, pretty similar to hunting like in Colorado, kind of more higher mountains, not right. super high elevation, but like steep terrain. Right. So it's the same animal, completely different landscape to hunt them. So right. So how how long have you been guiding? Because you, you guided elk. For, I don't know if that was first or uh, or, well, or if Red Stag. Or, you, you've been doing it a while, right? Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. I started when I was 18. I'm 35 now. So okay. so I've been guiding and, and outfitting for, for many years now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I started in Argentina doing mm-hmm. all the uh, big game we have there. And uh, it was probably 10 years ago. I came to do a packing and guiding course mm-hmm. um, here in Colorado. Okay, yeah. I did uh, seven seasons here, guiding for elk, mule yep. deer, bighorn, uh, mm-hmm. around not far from Denver, like near a Steamboat Lake a few yeah. years mm-hmm. on yep. the White River National Forest for some others, yeah. Circle Wilderness. So yeah. Been around for a little bit doing, doing yeah. that kind of hunts here. And, and stag red stag isn't the only thing that's available down there you have uh, you have dangerous game as well well we have water buffalo shedding water buffalo yeah uh, will be the biggest game you can you can get there which yeah. i i didn't realize that's, yeah matt mentioned it last night and like i knew you guys had red stag i knew like uh like some of the duck and like doves and you know stuff like yeah, that yeah wind shooting is huge <laughs> right yeah we're real but, big yeah real big but he mentioned asiatic and i'm like Wait a minute, <laughs> I, I I can I can look at stag and buffalo, <laughs> like th- that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's one of probably one of the main uh, main combo hunts we do: the red stag and the water buffalo for bow hunting. Yeah, and, uh, that works really good. Don't and, tempt me with a good time. And, <laughs> yeah, people really like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what uh, are, are both are kind of a spot and stock kind of thing? I would Mo- guess. Yeah, most of the time uh, for red stag we do. We do mainly spot us in the morning and the afternoons. A lot of times are like sitting over water in a yeah, blind mm-hmm. or yeah, still hunt a little bit. Similar, you know, similar, to, or basically yeah. identical to elk hunting, right? For uh, they're they are the same, same, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, like the yeah. behavior wise is, is the same. So the way to hunt them is, is really similar. Yeah, stagger a little bit smaller, I think. Body size they are smaller. Yeah, the horn size when you measure them, like, yes, like you you can get up to like actually they shot a. Uh, our, the biggest red stag shot in Argentina is the close to 700 inches. Holy <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Say it again. 700 inches. 670 <laughs> something. Oh, my yeah. Lord. And Heaven. they shot a, a thing. I saw a picture yesterday, a stag from New Zealand that went for 800 and something. And oh Spake Creek. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Some of those stags are just oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like so uh, what I was trying to say, like, com- like if you compare horn size, like they score, like, you can score higher in the red stag. It, it looks like stags; they may not have the length the elk have, but they've got they've got a little more mass throughout. They have more the whole mass, thing. Yeah. way more tines. Normally. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They'll yeah. be crowned up. But uh, like a, a free range, good quality free range red stag will go around the three hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not bad. But body size will be not not half of a big elk, but. Uh, heavy red stock might be four fifty. Yeah, that's, that's, that's decent mm-hmm. chunk. Yeah. That's that's not a small small animal. Yeah. So and so you specialize in bow hunting for them. I know. I think you yeah. you, you guide gun hunts as well. But yeah, we do gun hunts. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, the easy way. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's not not as fun. Gun hunters. <laughs> <laughs> really upset. <laughs> right. 
so what uh, what's been your experience with your your clients and them coming in with grizzly stick equipment and being able to uh, being able to have success on on those animals? Well, uh, well, yes, no. Like one of the main things of the bow hunting equipment is the arrows and brother that you're using like yes. to be successful. So these guys, grizzly stick, they make great quality uh, equipment for like getting the penetration you need to kill. Yeah. Big animals. Yeah. Or like sometimes like not not that big, and when you don't have like the poundage uh, to mm-hmm. to push uh, to push your arrow, like we normally have women hunting mm-hmm. or kids, and when they sometimes they come with like mechanicals yeah. or really light arrows, yeah. like and you can see the difference. Like when you start like helping them, giving them a, a heavy broadhead, yeah, and, and like just a cut and contact mm-hmm. thing, like. They, they start getting the, the penetration they yeah, need. Yeah, okay. Them. So to reference something, I don't know when this is going to be out in comparison to it, but we'll have a YouTube video of the Arrow Lethality Seminar, and I'm 99% sure there's a picture of you with some kids and yes. some goats. Yeah. Uh, um, some goats that you guys were hunting down there, and yeah, they, they always, were having issues at <coughs> first, right? Yeah, I always tell you a story. Those, those kids were... I think at that time, probably seven and nine. Yeah, and th- th- there'll <coughs> be a picture in the video if you guys want to look at it. <coughs> and... They came with the uh, mechanicals and really light yeah. arrows, and we we <laughs> the only thing probably like oh great <laughs> yeah they were shooting they were shooting some of the rounds we have they're really uh, woolly uh, yeah, that time of the year which absorbs a lot a lot of the energy so <clears throat> I told them like with this mechanical broadsword we won't kill them like they yeah. were shooting like 35, 40 pound bows and the dad was eh, no no they have killed whitetail before with that and I'm like, like yeah, okay that's not a whitetail <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's let's give it a try, but and actually, yeah, it took it didn't took them long for them to realize that they were not getting enough mm-hmm. penetration. It was just a, a matter of changing and putting like a heavy broadhead in the front and yeah. cutting contact, and and that makes a huge difference and the change change the whole experience for the kids. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they were harvesting game with one shot and not like trying to like put another arrow and like yeah. seeing mm-hmm. all the like kind of suffering of the game. Yeah, for not using the proper right. equipment. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Getting so. people. In, like getting kids into the sport, I think that's a main thing that people don't really think about. Like, well, to, I've had to shoot when you know when I was younger. I had to shoot something more than once with a gun, and that was not a good experience. Which, well, especially bow, it's even worse because yeah. you have to get closer to put another one in them. So yeah, and that's people don't think about that. No, like, we we need to get more yeah younger generations on them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, into well, hunting, so it's a, I think it's the only way to go. Like get them the right way. Like yeah. if you're gonna mm-hmm. rifle hunt, okay, you need to have the proper rifle, proper bullets, and teach them how to do it. And the same with bow hunting. Like yeah. get the right equipment. Don't don't yeah. waste the time. And with a yeah, with a gun comparison too. Like people with with kids, like yeah, they'll shoot. They might shoot a lower caliber, but they make sure that that bullet is gonna do what yeah. it needs. Yeah, I don't That's know where the translation gets lost once you go to the bow hunting side of well, things. And, and that's the funny thing is that you talk to rifle guys and, you know, they'll run a, a heavier slug and they, they get that, right? But then they're doing, like, the opposite on their bow hunting stuff. And it's like, <coughs> I think that is just the marketing from it, all it the big is. companies. Yeah, it is. They yeah. push the speed towards the real, yeah. like, heavy momentum thing. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's not the problem of people's process, probably the marketing yeah. And, yeah. and money behind it. So, and we've talked a, a couple times on how similar that elk and, and red stag are. And one of the 
things that you will continually run into when you hunt either of these species is a lot of times you're forced to take quartering to or frontal shots because when you're How calling, walk yeah, when you're calling to them, you're you are you are being the bull. They're either coming to fight or their cow. They're coming yes. to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, 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 so has there been like a, a an experience that stands out where like you where you just freaking crush one on the front side? Yeah, every year we we get those kind of situation like stacks like coming to you and people if they don't have the right gear they don't take those shots because that's yeah. a, that's mm-hmm. what we do. Yeah. Like, you don't get a broadside shot, but with this kind of heavy setup right. like front of center like you can you can do those shots like a lot of times you shoot them close enough that you can. You will break those bones. Yeah. Those they're heavy bones, but you will break them, and you will get enough penetration to kill them. So that's why we suggest to all our clients that yeah. they're coming to bow hunt mainly for red stag. Uh, well, for buffalo, now discussion that you need super yeah. heavy setup, but um, for the red stag too, because a lot of times they're coming into the call mm-hmm. or like you're trying to get in front of them, and like a lot of times like they. The, you will get those front-on shots mm-hmm. that with by lighter gear you cannot take them. Yeah, yeah. It can. It, 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 yeah, it's not going to end well. Exactly. Most of the time. No, like, yeah. yeah, your your chances of winning them are ha- way higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's I mean with the right equipment you're just increasing your opportunities. Yeah. Where now if it does walk straight in on you, you wait till it gets close enough, you make the shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you're not having to force a pass. On something that could be, you know, the, the bull of a lifetime for a, a client. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the only chance that it, like that, clients yeah. have yeah, saved it, over it, years. It, They've it, been tra- they just got down to Argentina. They won't be able to come back for a couple years. Like you get one shot on this bull that walks in on you. Like you got most ready. of it. Yeah, he is guarantee opportunity. It's not, and your opportunity might be that bull <laughs> yeah. walking yeah. head on. It's like. That, that was, was your that one. was yeah. the opportunity. You guys have, you know, no, it yeah. sounds like you have more. Op- like you do get people. Now we have plenty of opportunities. We don't. We don't know where Honda are We have uh, like a lot of land. We will get you a lot of opportunities. But yeah, like it's there better to have the yeah to have the right gear to yeah. do those kind well, of take well, those I'm, kind of shots. I'm sure in Colorado you'd run into that where because oh. you you guys were guiding on public land. So oh, that that was have bulls probably on sometimes people, only one chance. Yeah, and that's all you get in a week. And say, well, if you're if you're not able to take those front on shots. Because you don't have the right gear, right? Like you know, lost the whole hunt, right? Yeah, that's, that's on you. But yeah. I mean, that's it is what it is. Yeah, I feel like that's also a good way to like have an initial vetting session of an outfitter when if they aren't recommending these types of setups when you go to book a hunt like this, like maybe think about who you're booking a hunt with. Well, uh, I mean, first question as a bow hunter <coughs> is whether or not the the potential guides bow hunt yeah right because yeah. there's, I mean, there's there, a lot of there there are yeah. outfits that like i've talked to that they're like oh yeah we 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 work with bow hunters yeah i'm like okay so like who, who's who which of your guys bow hunts right none of them yeah I don't okay well like it's a different mentality yes. it's a different Completely process different. Yeah. right and so i mean to me that's that's number one yeah is if i'm spending money if i'm going with a guide i want that guide to be a bow hunter to yep. know the types of shots that i'm looking for yep. how you know how we're approaching because it's completely different than like my wife's uncle that does all rifle mm-hmm. that's like oh yeah we're, we're at 150 yards like yeah <laughs> done like we, we don't need to get any closer right like i'm not risking this take the shot 
Right. Like, <laughs> wait a minute, I still got to get another like, 100, 100 yards. yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I have a, a question about the, so New Zealand, all the, all the animals are more or less like seen as a nuisance, right? Is it the same in Argentina or are they just all, ha- I mean, is it all more of like a no, we have model? Uh, that's like uh, we see it more as a resource, and we have seasons mm-hmm. and limits, okay. and yeah, uh, New Zealand works different. Like you can hunt pretty much everything all year round, no yeah. limits, and yeah, and, yeah. So it's more like the states, I guess, where you guys yeah. do have seasons, and <laughs> we have season limits. You need mm-hmm. to buy your tax, your licenses, so gotcha. for cool. everything like buffalo has season and all that. Or yeah, the the you know, the good thing is that uh, like buffalo or axes, black bug, you have you can hunt all year round. Okay. Mm. okay. So, but the so New Zealand yeah. or the red stag are more. Yeah, the red stag is mainly depending on the province you're hunting in, but uh, probably March, August kind of covered the uh, the whole season in yeah. all the different provinces. Yeah, and and, 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 and their rut, you said their ruts in like the March, Mar- April. March, April. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'll be or fall. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if you were if you were looking to uh, for for the listeners, if you were looking to book a red stag hunt. How, like, when should you book it if you're wanting to come in March or April? Well, um, I will say, Mar- like, March and April, dep- that depends a lot of where you're hunting. Well, okay. it's like, similar to elk. And, yeah, and yeah just the, the... Sometimes, like, the beginning of the season, even though they're not riding hard, like, beginning of March where we are, still really good because it's a little bit warmer, so you can hunt them over water holes, and mm-hmm. then it's really effective. Uh, the peak of the ride, you get more action, but sometimes... The, they are surrounded by more uh, hinds. Yeah, yeah. Harder to get things, their attention. Yeah, Lots of eyeballs. Definitely. Yeah. So, so they're called hinds. Hinds. Yeah. Hinds. Hinds okay. and stags. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Um, we we normally call like call them bulls and cows sometimes just to make yeah. it easier to people that are more used to elk. Yep. And then <laughs> the problem is that we we are a cattle run too. So when mm-hmm. you say cow, like, yeah. like you know, you're talking about it, it yeah. Might be a cow. Yeah. yeah, or uh, or red stag. So. We'll go by hind and, and stack that that's actually the proper way to call them. Right. Um, we're talking about, like, best dates. I would say, like, the whole month of March is, is, is good, depending where you are and how you, you hand them. Right. If, if the outfitter you're going knows what they're doing and they have the uh, the right the right setup for you to to bow hunt, you can you can kill a, right. a good stack anytime from March to April. Yeah. Uh, like... Mid mid March is kind of like the peak of the ride, and it's right. more exciting. Sure. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe I've, uh, but that that's that's good info. Uh, I, I guess my question was if uh, so, like show season for yeah. in the U S. is you know uh, December January February, uh, kind of fading into February. If I if I come to DSC if I come to SCI in January, then and I like I book a hunt for March. Is it going to be in three months or is it going to be in fifteen months? You can do either or. Okay. The good thing, like probably for the guys that are booking, is that as we normally close to the season, like right. we if we have some openings, a lot of times we're giving better deals on that. Yeah, gotcha. so exactly. If you have an open window and you might want to get a good deal on a, on a hand in Argentina for Red Stag, coming to the shows on January, February, you can get really good deals for, for that same year. It's good to know. If you're booking in advance, you like you'll pay for it. the calendar. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You, sometimes you have like, Cancellation. Like last yeah. week, I have a couple that they had some issue at yeah. work, and they say, "Well, we're gonna cancel. We're gonna next year." So you have those free spots, and yep. say, "Okay, we'll send them for like 
pretty much half of it just to cover those those, yeah. those costs. And, yeah. and that yeah. those are good opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'll, I I won't uh, I won't be throwing your business out there, but I, I will say much more affordable than I anticipated. Yeah, uh, it's it's really not that bad. So I, I think people should strongly be looking into looking at Argentina for if if they if they're interested in those two things. Because man, flying to Australia, flying to New Zealand, steep. And and if if you want to yeah. go hunt Asiatic out there, it's it's steep too. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, but uh, I mean, I feel no, like that. And, and really Argentina is cool too, and like you don't have to. You we're pretty much in the same uh, time zone, right. so like right. it's a uh, depending where you're flying from. Between eight to ten hour flight, you get to Buenos Aires. We pick you up there. We have a charter flight to the lodge every week, so you try to like lo- logistic is yeah, yeah. on travel yeah. and getting the jet lag yeah. and all that. Yeah. So logistic wise, I think Argentina is, is way easier and, and, and oh yeah, super friendly. So. Yeah, cool. Anything else? Uh, where where can people uh, ch- check you out at? Check out your outfit. They can check our website. Is Poitawe okay. dash hunting dot com. I'll put I'll put the link in the put description. The yeah. Or bow hunting. This way will be bow hunting in Argentina. Okay. Okay. Bow hunting in Argentina yeah. dot com. Pfft. Easy. That's easy one. Yeah. yeah. Easy to remember. We, we well, yeah. We're kind of like the the only ones that kind of actually. Well, there there will be a lot of other things they say they deal with bow hunters, right. but then all like we bow hunt. Me and my partner, we will hunt year round, yeah. pulled over. Say so people can look uh, you up on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yep. Oh, cool. See okay. That yeah. You're a straight killer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think those things make the difference because yeah. uh, yeah. you know what the clients want, and and we try to. We I started in this business because I love hunting. Yeah. So it's more like trying to provide yeah. somebody the the good opportunity of doing something and just tell, try to sell. I'm not a good seller, so when I came here at the show, said <laughs> I'm normally really honest. Say this is what you get, and people say, well, but there's another video that told me I can shoot a bigger one, or You're like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, You're like, but I do yeah. this because yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like okay, oh. but yeah, this, yeah. It's, yeah, be wary, be wary of silver yeah. tongues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of that in that industry, so. Yeah. Yeah. Need to be aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Exactly. Well, cool. Well, it's been it's been great hanging out with you in the in the booth here for the last couple of days. Uh, I think I think all three of us, especially I got Rob's gears turning last night when I mentioned Asiatic. He was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> wait, I can what? hunt a stag and a buffalo at the <laughs> same time." We'll put something together and we'll see. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. a ton of birds. Yeah, group yeah. hunt. Group hunt twenty twenty one. The uh, dog, ducks, birdies, like we have. And high great bone fishing, too. Great fishing. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful country. It has a lot of things to do. Big country, a lot of different places to go. Uh, so it's it worth to give it a try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of affordable. It's not like super like expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Well, and, and the normal w- guy will be able to do it. When I was, yeah, when I was looking, and especially your brochure, I know we're going on, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Argentina, I feel like, would be a way easier sell for a spouse. If you're trying to bring a spouse with you, mm-hmm. versus like, let's go to, like, the bush of Australia where yeah. like it's everything's trying to kill you, yeah. uh, uh, and and nothing against Australia. I think I think no, it'd no, be an, I think it's an incredible hunt, yeah. but uh, it, it, place. yeah, but yeah. dangerous place. And it looks at like your guys' accommodations are, are beautiful, and it looks like good I, my, food, good accommodations. Yeah, yeah, my wife would uh, yeah. would love to hang out at camp while I'm out hunting. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be awesome. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Santi. Really appreciate no you. No worries. And, we'll uh, be in touch. Yeah, whenever absolutely. you guys want to come, oh, yeah. you're welcome. We'll do it. Perfect. Cool. Thanks.